You are listening to River West Radio, WXRWLP 104.1 FM, Milwaukee, and riverwestradio.com everywhere in the world. Here we are, and I'm with a pale yellow, sometimes reddish or brownish, fossil resin of vegetable origin. She's translucent, brittle, and she's capable of gaining negative electrical charge by friction. She's also an excellent insulator and can be used for adornment. It's Amber. Hello. Hi, Amber. Love your improv definition. <laughs> so That's me, all right. <laughs> how has it been since last time we heard you? Well, uh, things have been pretty busy. I took a trip to Chicago with my little brother. And uh, so it's felt like more than a week for sure. <laughs> and other than that, it's just been work and everything else. How have you been? Well, all right. It's been uh, nice and hot. It's been very the opposite of winter. Right. I have <laughs> not slipped on ice. I have not put on anything made of wool. And I've stayed very warm. Yeah, almost too warm. <laughs> Can you play a little bit of music and just say words that come to you when you think about this last week? Okay, sure. Limoncello Brother Worried like you had magic and crepes and people need magic <laughs> and you know what the magic you need dear listener is the magic we got <laughs> the magic of those crepes was the magic of humor 
<laughs> I'm going to tell you a funny story. <laughs> I need to hear about humorous crepes. So we're in Chicago. I'm with my boyfriend and my little brother. And we're sitting, having pastries, coffee, late at night. <laughs> my boyfriend starts taking the fork in his last bite of a chocolate pistachio crepe. And holding it up towards the window for passersby. <laughs> Like he's going to feed them. Some people thought it was hilarious. So many people turned away. And other people were... <laughs> they were they were in such disbelief. <laughs> it's interacting with people you don't know. The city life. Were you sitting outside? Did they have a chance at the bite? No. It was through the glass. <laughs> we like were sitting animals. at bar stools. <laughs> and they'd be passing by in groups of three or four. You know, there'd be couples walking down. It it was funny because people our age thought it was funnier. And we were just we were just in that giddy mood where we were ready to have late night adventures and throw our cares into the wind. <laughs> so that was definitely a good representation of how we got started. <laughs> nice. I think one person actually got really excited about it and they came into the place and came up behind us and we turned around like hey <laughs> oh, did Jesus you actually want that bite cheese <laughs> chocolate pistachio it's an interesting combination i'm not a big crepe fan myself too thin yeah yeah not enough well wait they come with whipped cream <laughs> it's very light and that's okay but it's yeah a little thin the crisp is nice and the flavor on the inside but do you per prefer savory or sweet crepes sweet definitely yeah I have quite the sweet tooth <laughs> but spinach and cheese with the sauce I've honestly never tried savory crepes. Ah. So maybe that's why, but if I had to choose between that for most categories, I'd choose sweet. Except maybe with pizza. <laughs> sweet pizza. You could make a dessert pizza. Oh, well, I've fruit seen it pizzas done. are good. I like a fruit pizza. I haven't tried that either, mm. but that sounds amazing. Surf cold, of course. It's more of a tort. Sure. But big. <laughs> you like fruit pizza, we're like so up high. <laughs> Just kidding. So did you have any dreams? You know, it's funny. I feel like my dream world has become more secretive. It's as if it only wants me to live in the moment of those dreams and not savor them at all. So I only have, since last time I saw you, I have two images. Mm -hmm. And I say images because they were so short, it was more of a photograph than a video. I was so excited because I got my car back from the shop and I've been without it for months. Mm -hmm. And then I noticed, oh wait, this isn't my car. And there's no license plate. I thought, oh, they switched the cars and they gave me something I cannot drive. Mm -hmm. And so it was a nothing sort of dream. It was more like a to-do list. The, just, the work is just piling on as you go. <laughs> it just seems like... I, I'd like to think of it as meaning nothing more than I need to get my dang car back. Because <laughs> otherwise, if I go too deep, it's like 
I'm in a vehicle that is not prepared for the road. It's not mine, and I shouldn't be in it. Do you feel the angst of this music with your (laughs) (laughs) angst-filled dream? Actually, it makes me think of my old neighbor, who I also saw in a dream. And I thought, oh, I haven't seen him for a while. And I said, hi, Roger. And he acted like Roger in reality, grumpy, uninterested, and annoyed. And I thought, good old Roger hasn't changed at all. <laughs> Quote of the day, good old Roger. <laughs> what about you? What about your dreams? Oh, gosh. I had more dreams about... Oh, I had more... I, there was some sort of like little child's train... Not a toy, but the kind you see in the mall that the little kids all climb into. And it's just like that mini train. And I was on the train and I was frustrated. I was on the train. I was trying to get off the train. (laughs) And I was trying to reason with three and four year olds about my potential for getting off this train. (laughs) It's like, how, where's the door? Do you guys know? And, and. Obviously, they're babbling at me. They're not even really saying anything. I'm like, so can you help me or not? And I'm trying to hold these sophisticated conversations with these little three and four-year-olds that are enjoying themselves. Right. The children don't help you get off of the train of youth. They're (laughs) going to always stay on the youth train. It's new passengers. You only get to be on for a little bit. Your knees are up to your chin as you sit in the youth train, Amber. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The next stop is adulthood. With some scary sights in between. (laughs) Mm. Puberty comes up every time. (laughs) (laughs) So... I was thinking, I wish I could have a to-do list of dreams because it's been too long since I've had a nice, long, lucid dream. And I want to have a lucid dream where I know that I'm dreaming and I stay in that dream and I fly. I'm looking forward to that. And so if there's a way to have it be on my to-do list, let's have it be there, subconscious. Let's take a big magnet and put that note on the refrigerator. And remember when you open up those dreams to go ahead and be aware and fly. Right. You did say that you loved those dreams if you haven't had them in a while. That that would make me sad, too. And never a combination of the two. So this is the first time that I have real goals in life, and it's while I'm asleep. Well, let me say, no, it's my first dream goal. I'll, You're like, I'll, here I'll are my goals while I don't have to do anything. <laughs> oh, no, it's more work than oh, reality. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Because it's... It's, it's not... Yeah, like, like we talked about working through things in your dreams. It is more work. It would be easier for me to take a sledgehammer and smash rocks into small pieces and carry them away in a wheelbarrow and then put them on a plane and fly <laughs> to the other side of the world <laughs> and glue that those pieces together 
and make It'd a rock. It'd be easier again to get through security with boulders in your suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Have I told you my favorite lucid dream? No. All right. Maybe. <laughs> so let's find out. I'm in New York. I'm with a large group of friends. And it's great because we're laughing and talking. And it's a mixture of people that I had known recently and ones that I had known from far in the past. And as we walked through New York City, it felt magical the way New York City can feel. And I look up into the sky and I think, wait a second. These buildings are only one or two floors high. New York skyline is taller than two stories high. Wait a second here. How could these people all be together at one time? And I turned as we walked along the sidewalk to all of my friends, old and new, and I said, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> you're not going <laughs> to believe this one. <laughs> but you're in my dream. Really? And they, yeah. And so they all looked at me the way they would in reality of, why is Martin saying <gasps> I'm is in Martin his dream? Crazy. No. <laughs> and so I looked down the street and I saw there was a woman selling fruit. And I said, come on, everybody, I'll show you. And I walked up excitedly. I'm excited to see how you prove that this is a dream. <laughs> and they, and I, the woman took out something that looked similar to a watermelon. And she started cutting it up. And the inside was like a bright orange cantaloupe. And I was a surprise I was so surprised to see what my dream fruit was and I picked up a piece by the rind and I said look everyone it's Martin Melon <laughs> and I just started laughing and I took a bite of it I bet that convinced them <laughs> <laughs> I took a bite of it and I woke up and I don't know the taste of Martin Melon really I feel like if you could taste the color blue, that's what it would taste like. <laughs> like a blue with a little bit of lime green. That's what that melon would taste mm, like. I love yeah. blue and lime green. An accent of lime <laughs> green, yes. <laughs> Not to say that it tastes like lime. <laughs> so I guess we depicted a, a New York experience. <laughs> so True. Maybe we could save the Arctic for later. <laughs> oh, okay. Unless you'd like to depict an Arctic ex experience now. Oh, yeah. No, we should spread out the magic. Spread out the magic, yes. Because <laughs> I see that uh, there's things that are the best for Amber. Oh, yes, yes. I, uh, I wanted to see... I have this theory that people... Everyone's discovered a little bit of something. They know exactly what works for them with a thing or two or a category or two. And um, 
Some of these are categories that I figured out for myself, and some are still open for me. But, um, yeah, like different different brands that are your favorite for, for, for makeup or, or shoes, you know, what works for you. So, um, I just wanted to run through some of these categories, see now, what yours are. So, I don't think we should talk about brands. Oh, okay. Just because then it ends up being too much like a plug for different stuff well okay, but, ins- yeah. but you can still talk about the thing that you like oh definitely yeah it was more like that anyways where it's kind of a general a what's, general realization what's the best sort of chip for you i've found i've gone through my phases where i like the baked chips i like ripply chips all that stuff but i'm at this point now where i really do like the tortilla chip and sort of like a like the blue or more whole tortilla chip that's lightly salted lightly salted interesting yeah because so no other flavor and then do you just like to have the chip itself or do you have some sort of salsa or other dip they're really good by themselves but i i typically will go for a salsa or guacamole anything like that so years ago i went through a lime tortilla chip face Really? Where they were just really delicious to me. and Wow. And they're the kind where you can't have them with salsa. It's too confusing of a flavor. Really? And then my girlfriend said, these taste like f- lime fruit loops. It ruined it for I you. I was like, ugh, they do. Don't care I, for them. Oh. Someone once said that to me about a different kind of chip. They were like, these taste like feet. And ever since... <laughs> I was like, yeah, they do. They smell like it. They taste like it. Wow. Wait, human feet? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I think if you want to go literally smell a dog's paw pads, <laughs> they smell like corn chips. They smell like corn chips. I'll have to ask my German shepherd. Yeah. He'll be like, no. Don't ask. Just <laughs> have a little sniff. <laughs> what sort of lip balm do you like to use my favorite actually that i found is uh typically from some sort of local vendor at a farmer's market it typically involves coconut oil and or beeswax people who have beehives and make their own chapsticks are i find that that stuff works the best for me i now need to get some bee wax yeah. Lip balm. I'm really curious about that. Yeah, so the beeswax type is always good. Um, I love this Earl Grey flavored chapstick. It's it's amazing because I love the smell of Earl Grey a lot better than the taste, which is fine because I don't eat the chapstick. It's just right under my nose all the time, so it's a perfect way to access that. But <laughs> My favorite seems to be ones that have some... They're the kind that somebody gives me that really? have some product on it. I don't know the last time I've bought lip balm because I had some. I've had some from the last few places I worked, and I finally actually used up the tube that was a few years old. Otherwise, I use Vaseline in the winter when it's really dry, mm-hmm. but only right before bed. What kind of shoes are the best for you? This one is actually one that I kind of left open. 
during summer, I really like flip-flops. Not the plasticky kinds, just, you know, like you can see I'm wearing, yeah. But it's funny because growing up, I, I hated flip-flops. I hated the feeling between my toe. I did not like flip-flops. And then, and then spending some time in Arizona when it was the quickest, best thing, I could just throw them on and, and run outside, catch the school bus, <laughs> all the rest of it. I really like them. And in the winter, I just like boots, fuzzy boots. F- fuzzy on the inside or fuzzy on the outside? Mainly the inside, yeah. <laughs> I've been wearing Tevas so much that it's starting to wear on my skin a little bit by the heel. And I was actually thinking how I needed to get some flip-flops. Some nice cheap flip-flops for when I just needed to take the recycling outside. And yeah. could just leave them by the back door. I like shoes with good arch support. That's a confusing topic topic for me <clears throat> because <laughs> flat feet oh no i see you have arches yeah it, it's a confusing topic because i don't know are our feet naturally made for shoes at all do we need the support or do we not you know i but we're walking on two legs back in the 80s before there was the internet I made up a game called, let's see if this word is a phone number. How does that work? Well, you just dial... Oh, I see. 1-800-TRY-LIFE or 1-800-GET-GOING or, you know, anything. And so one of them that I did was 1-800, I think it was Hot Life. <laughs> Seems odd. It was some something like that, and a older gentleman answered the phone, which was rare. You know, they would just you know, that you would get to talk to a live person. Yeah. And so I said, "Oh, hi. I was just calling random numbers. What do you do at one eight hundred, whatever it was?" And he talked about how shoes were the cause of illness. Oh my goodness. If you never put shoes on a child's feet, as soon as you put shoes on a child's feet, it ruins the connection to the earth and it makes them vulnerable. That's a natural medicine thing, yeah. I suppose. (laughs) Well, and I said, well, it seems like the first pair of shoes would have been the last pair of shoes. But I said, no, they didn't make the connection. So, I know there's still people in the world that don't wear shoes. (laughs) I want to know how they're doing. What sort of movies do you like? What's your, what's the best category? The best movie for me is a comedy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like adventure. Action movies are fine. But comedies are what I need at all times. I love to laugh. (laughs) I like comedies a lot too, but there's such, well, with all genres, there's such a wide spectrum of them that right. you know like there's a you know like I don't want to see uh, you know there's good ones so I was going to say a frat movie but then again I liked Animal House a lot there's certain movies where I, I want them to be 
kind of surreal and realistic at the same time, where they're gotcha. They're, there's you know they mean something to my reality, but they're you know slightly off, so that they're entertaining. What sort of dog breed? What's do you like? Uh, this one's open for me as well, but I love. I love German Shepherds. <laughs> okay, that's exactly what I was going to say. Why do you love German Shepherds? Because they're friendly and sweet, and at the same time I feel protected, and I feel like I can relate to them. Uh, I feel like their temperament goes with my personality. Mm-hmm. Little dogs are sweet, and, uh, you know, other dog breeds, a, a Golden Retriever is a great dog to have around you know there's a lot of really friendly dogs and there's a lot of cute dogs and they all have different temperaments but it feels like the german shepherd has enough you know enough of that sense of protection and family and a little bit of grace too so that's what kind of works for me with them when i was little there was a tv show called rin tin tin about a Mm. german shepherd and we also had this odd stuffed animal that was Rin Tin Tin. And it was odd because it, it had a plush body and nice and squishy, but then the head was cast rubber. Really? So it looked like somebody had taken a German Shepherd rubber dog, cut off its head and sewn it onto a Ugh. plush animal. But if you'd ever asked me to draw a dog, I would, without thinking, draw something that looked like a German Shepherd. Right. It's the ideal, perfect. It's like there's Plato's apple, there's Martin's dog, and it's German. It's a German Shepherd. And my niece and her wife have Shiloh, who's a wonderful comfort dog, a beautiful, beautiful German Shepherd, who just seems to enjoy life in this perfect, steady way. Right. So you've spent time thinking about your favorite type of toothbrush. (laughs) I do have a favorite type of toothbrush. (laughs) That's in the category of non-electric. Electric Electric is great. Um, Too expensive for me. Right. Okay. <laughs> there are some of those really expensive, like, multiple attachments. Every Christmas I look at them and think, maybe this year I'll get one. <laughs> and then I think, well, let's see if you still want it after January 2nd. We've both spent time thinking about toothbrushes <laughs> <Yes>. then. <laughs> I, I actually am running low of toothbrushes that run on batteries. So they're basically electric toothbrushes but they're disposable ones that I got on clearance for under $2.50 each. So I bought a handful of them, and slowly the bristles wear away. And it's nice because the battery still is still going. Huh. And so that you get this nice, pretty long use. And there's a... I switch it so that I... Like it's mainly my nighttime when I have my good ele- my good battery one so that I can get my to molars. hold you through the night. Exactly. Yeah. Mine is um, for the non-electric. It's it's a toothbrush that has extended bristles around the edges. It kind of does a pre-flossing thing, and 
at first when I bought it, I, I thought it was an interesting concept, but after I first used it, and even now, I really, really notice the difference, which is pretty amazing when you've got something smaller like that. There's, there's, there's a lot of bigger things that people promise me I'll notice the difference, and I don't. <laughs> so, you know, for me to go and experience this on my own and feel the difference every single time and appreciate it every time, it's really cool. Varied bristle lengths. Yeah, Finally yeah. payout come through. <laughs> and all these promises that people make that don't come true are I never true. doubted you lengthened bristles. <laughs> I those, always had faith. <laughs> those that is the toothbrush now. I think it's harder to find just a flat crew cut uh toothbrush. Mm-hmm. And uh what type of bristles, hard or soft or medium? I think they're uh some of the ones on that same brush are, are more towards the medium, but then the outer ones are softer. All right. I All think right. I think if I had to choose, I'd say it's a softer brush. It's odd. It's one of those things where all dentists say, well, you should use soft bristles. And yet they sell three kinds. I think, well, that's odd. That is odd. Why not just make the one that all the dentists say you should use? It's like when I... A brief curiosity corner moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. What kind of eating schedule do you keep? Oh, the best for me would be to... Definitely do three meals with some snacks. <laughs> but but um, I found this interesting. When I was in Germany, I realized that their main meal was in the middle of the day. For lunch, that was their main meal. Where here, it's more of dinner time. We all sit together. We have our bigger meal with our vegetables, our proteins, all that stuff. Um, so Germans eat a lot for their... Their bigger mm. meal is lunch, yeah. And, and they get together for it? Um, it's harder when you're in school and stuff. Uh, there were there were days that uh, my student had a shortened day and we'd go back to the house and all eat lunch together at the table. But what was interesting was, even now I notice that my hunger peaks the most in the middle of the day. You know, it's in between... Your first meal when you were just getting going, you've already spent some energy and you're about to spend kind of the rest throughout your day. It does seem a little strange to have the majority of your calories potentially come in right as you're finishing up your day and going to go to sleep. But then again, if I had lasagna and bread... Oh, you don't want to be sleepy. At noon, I'd be like, oh... This is a great time to just lie down. Yeah, balancing that stuff can be so difficult. You'd have to eat light, but eat a lot. I don't know. I've started to, for most of my life, I did not eat breakfast. Really? Up until about seven years ago, where I thought, I'm hungry in the morning. How did I not eat breakfast? And now that it's summertime, the time of raspberries in the backyard. I'm very excited every morning to get a bowl of raspberries to have with the Rice Krispies. But my eating schedule depends on the seasons. The summertime, it's hard for me to remember to eat. Sometimes I think, "Uh uh-oh, I'm getting a little cranky. I have 
to shove something in my head now. <sighs> So do you have any sleeping standards? The best for me with sleeping standards... For a while, I was going through a phase where consistently, if I didn't set an alarm on any off day that I had, I slept 10 hours exactly. Uh, now, I have to get at least 8 hours. 7.5 to 8 hours. What happens if you only get 6? My eyes feel like they're going to fall out of my head. <laughs> and, um... I'm not very pleasant. My throat gets itchy. It's mainly my eyes, though. My, my whole head feels like it's kind of stuck in the dirt all day. How are you unpleasant? When, I'm when you're hungry. I, uh, I'm definitely less patient. I uh, am more demanding. How am I when I'm unpleasant? But you want to be well-rested before you go to the Renaissance Fair. Is that true? <laughs> Absolutely. Because the Renaissance Fair is my favorite fair. And I've written a little song about it <laughs> that I'd like to share. That rhymed. That's pretty nice when that happens. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to go through a quick round, <clears throat> make sure I got all these right. So. Here it goes. Here. 
jousting square to view the night's battle in the manor flags flying high like banners all you gather at the front arches The Queen's parade is coming They wave us on with every ounce of joy They wave us on For the Queen's parade is coming They wave us on with every ounce of joy That I feel as I am running <laughs> Your whole family's been doing Renaissance fairs for a while. Is that true? That is true, yeah. This last time, <clears throat> it was my boyfriend, my brother, and I, when we took our Chicago trip. That was our first stop. So, uh, and usually we didn't get to dress up, but we did dress up this time, which was fantastic. <clears throat> we did a lot of thrift shopping the night before <laughs> i did a lot of i broke out my sewing put a lot of patches on things found a flowered headband like i mentioned in the song and uh it was a great time i i had people stopping us to take pictures 
and I was stopping other people to take pictures. Describe it more. Well, your outfit. I was wearing a red dress. It was dark red, though. It was crimson. And the top part, down the front middle, had the, had a, a sort of, not a cord, but, but a thicker, a thicker string running through the front middle, crisscrossing back and forth on the front, and you tie it in a bow where my waist starts. The top was a tank top style, and there was, there was a sort of light yellow running down the sides of my torso, almost like in a tie-dye pattern. The bottom of the dress, the skirt, was layered pieces of triangular fabric. It, like, yeah, just, like, layered different angles of cloth, and the edges were kind of covered in lace and more of that yellow. So it was it was a nice dark red with a hints of hints of yellow. I wore a pink flowered headband and some dark brown slightly heeled sort of pirate boots. So it helped you believe you were in the past? It did. It did. What did your boyfriend wear? He wore a white, a white long-sleeved shirt. I sort of fashioned him a vest <laughs> out of this stripy polo shirt we found that was brown and red stripes. I cut the sleeves off, and then I, I even had to cut the collar off so I could bring up the white collar from the shirt underneath. And when I put it over, it looked sort of like one piece. It was really nice. The front of it we buttoned, and it was a little long, so we, we knotted the bottom in the, in the front and tucked knot underneath, so it looked like he had a white long sleeve shirt with his collar. He had this brown and red striped vest. Pantaloons? He, he wore pantaloons? <laughs> he wore black tights. <laughs> nice. That's a good look. And um, some sort of duck-footed brown shoes that it went with the outfit. I was really impressed at the speed we went shopping at thrift shopping. We had an hour before the stores closed and we hit two of those stores and we grabbed as much as we could and every piece we bought worked. There were a couple extra, but they would have worked as well. I was just shocked because the hardest part was finding pants. And we made it work. My my little brother's outfit, I was really I was really impressed with how that one turned out. We took this shirt that was white, again, pretty big, and I think it was meant to be a woman's shirt, but it was a thicker material. It had ruffles down the front, and it looked very good for the time. It just fit the time period when he was wearing it. He looked like a little page boy almost. And we found these brown sweatpants that went down a little past his knees that we used. They had like a number eight or something on the side. So I just took some of my boyfriend's vest and patched over that hand sewn so it looks even more realistic. You made tights out of the sweatpants? They were they were they were smaller sweatpants. So they looked tight enough, but 
not actual tights. And then his shoes were kind of like little cobblery shoes that were dark brown. I was just very impressed. We got plenty of pictures. So now you're dressed up and you go. What do you do once you're there? Well, (laughs) I did describe in the song we were walking down a dirt road and then we get up onto this grassy hill with the castle and all the colored flags waving in the wind. We go through the archway after buying our ticket, of course. And (laughs) uh, when we walked in, there were all these people, more people dressed up than I thought there would be, and I loved that. I love when people get into character, and it just makes it more real. But, you know, it's good for people to go and enjoy it, regardless of whether or not they have a costume. Um, We walked around, we stopped into vendors' places, and um, so that included lotions and bath salts... Jewelry. I actually am wearing a necklace that I bought there. I absolutely love this necklace. It is, in fact, amber. I kind ah. of collect amber jewelry, but it's. I am- collect Martin jewelry, so <laughs> I know what you mean. Oh yeah. Is it dark blue with a little bit of lime green? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Nice, <laughs> delicious jewelry, delicious Martin melon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and well, uh, there, there's a picture of that on our website. The Martin melon? No, no, of uh, your jewelry. All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it up uh, immediately. Wonderful. Yeah. So I, I've never been to Renfest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like <clears throat> what I imagine are uh, big steins of beer served with a big turkey leg. There are some of those giant like meat legs. Yeah. Uh, I'm not particularly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys have any meat legs? I'm not legs? sure. <laughs> meat on a bone. And then is there jousting? There is, yeah, okay. there there is some jousting. Uh, there's plenty of events that happen, but um, I went to see an act, a, a balancing and juggling act, and they make a lot of funny comments throughout the whole act. It's very entertaining for kids and adults. But is it body? Huh? Bo- body? I hear there's like uh, the one in uh, Minnesota. There was some kind of R-rated comedy. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Oh, well, this one was, like, barely balanced. Ah. Kind of the... Yeah, so, um, it's, uh, yeah, there's plenty of events that go on. I guess there's, obviously, like, the juggling and the tricks. There's music everywhere. And vendors are, like I said, they sell, like, lotions, jewelry, uh, they sell like leather bags, things that are that you know they kind of fit the Renaissance. All right, I'm sold. <laughs> Next time somebody asks me if I want to go to Renaissance Fest festival, I'll say yes. <laughs> yeah. So far, I've only said no. What I like the most about it is, I it, it doesn't look too fake. You know, you're walking on dirt roads with real little trees. All of the buildings look. Like, they really fit in, and there's even, like, a a big pond with a fountain, and you go over a bridge, and then it's called, like, the Queen's area or something where they do the jousting. All the people that work there, the costumes look really great. It's, and that's the most important thing for me. This festival, it really looks authentic in a lot of ways, and it feels like you're really, because it's, you know, a real dirt pathway. You're walking in between the buildings. There's no, like, cement. You've got plenty of trees. It's really 
natural looking and the the pond itself i think it's amazing that they've got that the, this giant pond with this bridge it's, it's it's a nice touch of like i don't know it makes me think of like a, a glen and then water and it's a really cool feel right it's like time traveling and this is the one the one that you go to regularly is the one between here and chicago you see it from the freeway right right that's the one i regularly go to i have gone in the one to the one in arizona <clears throat> it was interesting to me because i i put it together even kind of at a young age that barely balanced was a traveling act because i was like how are they here too <laughs> they they kind of just are everywhere um but yeah the the one in arizona i will say you know it was good i think it looked a little less realistic but it was still good i i still always love run fair so yeah either way oh gosh We've already been uh, doing what we, we've been 50 minutes already. So, um, <coughs> wow. I feel like, can we, we should jump to uh, a follow up actually of the quality of life. Oh, sure, sure. So, yeah, we, was it last time we did talk about quality of life? Yes. I can always look back in my binder. <laughs> but, um, so we, yeah, we talked a little bit about this. We talked about um, finding three things that you in your life feel you want more quality and less quantity or less distraction from. And I believe I mentioned, for me, some of those things were my wardrobe, my, 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 my eating regimen, and uh, something else in there. But for some people, it might be sleep. So what did you do, though? Did you, have you modified <clears throat> your life at all? Yes, I have. Um, I'd say the first step is kind of being aware of what really matters to you. The second step is taking action and, and realizing that you value this category of your life enough to want to improve the quality. And what I kind of mean by that is I, I did, like, taking my wardrobe, for instance, I used to buy a lot of shirts for cheap prices, and they'd make me feel so-so. Um, some, you know, I'd get a shirt here or there that I was like, I really like this, and then I'd outgrow it right away. I started feeling not good about it. And it's it's the little voice or the little, like, you'll either get kind of a lifting or a sinking in your chest, but... For me, when I opened my drawers or when I uh, went to my clothing rack and I was looking down the line of clothes to wear, I'd realize when I looked at a specific item whether or not I got a lifting or a sinking feeling. And I started to to say to myself, you know, I'm, I'm getting older. I, I'm, I'm, not in, I'm not in high school anymore. I would like to look better and I'd like to enhance the quality of what I'm wearing for me and because it's important to me and i can spend a little extra money and i've started to realize it isn't that much more money to get this amazing feeling i could have a shirt that i'm okay with that cost me seven less dollars but the seven dollars is worth it to get something that i love and that will last me you know i learned that years ago uh, I had a friend and she <clears throat> made, because I, I, I hate shopping, I hate going through the clothes and trying it all and get, get, 
giving me anxiety. Mm-hmm. And she helped and said, this, 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 this. Go try it on. And I would try stuff on. There we go. And I go, oh, these are nice, but <clears> these <throat> ones are $5 cheaper. And she said, yeah. well, you're going to be wearing <clears throat> them all the time. Go ahead and do that. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that is a good lesson. Don't be cheap if you want. But get the better quality of cheapness for a little bit more. Right. And you can't, ha- and I mean, I guess you can if you have all the money in the world and all the time and everything. But if you, if you really, you know, that's, that's where like you can't maybe do it for everything. You can't always have the best everything. You can't get the perfect amount of sleep and you can't always eat perfectly. Like a hamburger that costs $7 more isn't necessarily better. There's certain things where, ah, uh, you know, that it's just priced differently and it's not always quality. But I want to tell you what I've done because of you. Sure. I started reading a book. I'm not even sure how to say it. Avaratia, I believe it is. Really? It's a Avaratia fable. And it's about mice and rats working together to escape the human house. Oh, that's kind of cute. It's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, because I'm very curious. I'm only a quarter of the way through it. And I'm curious what, what the ultimate... What the ultimate lesson of the fable is. So is this, the, this quality for you is your time for reading? Yes, because I hadn't right. been, you know, I'd only been reading short things. I thought, you know, and this is only, I think it's 200 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's not that much. And uh, I'm excited because the Harry Potter uh, play, I'll be reading that after this. Then the other thing I did was coconut oil pulling. You did. Where, okay, first of all. Yeah, well, tell me all about when it. When I opened up the cupboard, I was like, oh, yes. In my cupboard, the, the coconut oil. Oh, wait, hashtag coconut oil. Better than bacon. <laughs> ha- hashtag coconut oil. We're going to take you by storm. <laughs> but yes, it was a big clear tub of it because I hadn't used it since it had been hot out. And mm. I thought, I don't want to put it any of that in my mouth I thought uh, well yeah I said I was gonna do it so I did it and it's like oh no big deal really you yeah. weren't you weren't too over wasn't grossed out at by all by the smell nope that smell is so difficult for me but I know the benefits so it's worth it for me <laughs> near the end of the 15 minutes of pulling it through my teeth I started thinking is my mouth gonna taste like coconut forever you can wash it out with water <laughs> yeah, yeah. after and there you was know. no problem at all and then you know as i was doing it i was reading the different things about it and i thought i think this might work better f- on my teeth than all the snake oil i've been rubbing on it uh-huh. uh, so i use placebo toothpaste no i'm just kidding it was interesting <laughs> to see about the different things that it does and doesn't do i thought right. why not and then that it's this thing that's been around for a long time and only was popular in america starting in the 1930s i think i read something like that maybe that's what will get me over the smell reading all the benefits just reading the benefits <laughs> i love this oil i love the coconut oil i love oil pulling <laughs> it did help uh pass the time and that yeah it was i thought okay how often will i do this mm-hmm. and then i've been keeping up with meditation pretty well which Good. if you're going to have something on your to-do list because it's just takes up so little effort but still there's an odd thing why is it challenging to close your eyes and silence your mind but i you know, and i i won't say that i've had any big effects from it but i haven't nothing has gone uh bad with it oh goodness um so now i'd like you to make up a song in the last couple minutes okay at first it was going to be hope <clears throat> i'm always talking about hope and despair because we're on this seesaw of it going back and forth leaning towards hope leaning to despair 
uh, and we're always in the middle, somewhere closer to the pivot. So if you could have optimism and pessimism fight each other, that'd be great. Ooh, okay. Gloom, despair, hopelessness. Certainty, elation, darkness, dim, low, gloominess, grief, distrust. You're listening to Amber on Riverwest Radio, WXRWLP, 104.1 FM, Milwaukee. What is your final word? Enjoy your day. (laughs) I saw this somewhere, so I'll share this. Be the kind of person that your dog thinks you are.